Good morning, Frank. How are you today? Hey, Elliot. Welcome back to the pod. I, uh, I heard we have a couple of listeners in Rye, New York. Uh, I also heard that we have three or four listeners in Bolivia now. So it's not just Peru. We're, we're, really, we're really stretching the, uh, the South American corridor. So I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased to note that your mom has been watching daily, even though it's a month. So it's yeah. very nice of her to, to push our statistics. We appreciate that a lot. Hi, Mom. Yeah. So today, what I thought would be good to talk about, because we're right in the middle of it, is um, how you think about managing through a rapid inorganic growth program. As you know, and as I hope our listeners know, you know, we've closed three deals in the last 90 days, and uh, uh, different, each one different, uh, different geographies, different purposes, uh, sure. but certainly creating what I'll call positive disruption. And so within the organization. So let's start at the kind of the, the center point. How do you think about all of this activity in, in the context of our clients' uh, expectations and the impact this could have on our clients? Okay, that's a big question. Um, I'm probably going to take it in bites and I'm probably going to meander into three or four different places. So just like redirect traffic uh, as you need to here. But okay. Um, you know, so look, you know, we, we have, um, uh, a growth thesis and the growth thesis is essentially, you know, uh, more organic growth as, as we've done over the last six or seven years. Um, but also to expand our offerings, to expand our geographies and to pivot toward technology. And, and there's nothing, um, you know, super secret about that. I mean, that's where the world is going. And I think, you know, what we have and why the company's been able to grow the way it has is we have. I think very close relationships with our clients and, you know, we enjoy a, a, a net promoter score of like 70 something, um, you know, meaning that like seven out of 10 current and past clients would like go out of their way to, to recommend us. And so when they talk to us and they engage with us, we listen. And as they've been talking to us, they told us and essentially codified our, our strategy that, you know, hey, we, we want you guys to be global. We want you guys to kind of embrace technology and uh, we want you to continue to do what you're doing in the core business. And we also are interested in buying more and different things from you. And so, you know, once we kind of got that feedback, we, we knew it was kind of time to go um, into action and, and begin to, to grow in organically. Um, and, and what I'll tell you, you know, I'm kind of reminded of this, um, my first year law professor, uh, Laura Riley, um, uh, legal research and writing and analysis, you know, she put this thing up on the board and it was these four squares and it was kind of the continuum of competency. And uh, you, know, you start off kind of any new adventure um, unconsciously incompetent, right? And then you move to kind of consciously incompetent and then you go to kind of conscious competence and then ultimately you wind up with kind of unconscious competence, right? You're just, you're just doing it perfectly without even thinking about it. And, and what I tell you, you know, us doing three deals inside of, you know, three, three and a half months, you know, we, I don't think we were in the kind of unconscious incompetence, um, but I certainly think we started from a place of conscious incompetence, right? Um, you know, we've never been this far before. What do you do now, right? You know, um, and, and in many ways, you know, I'd be lying if I said after three of these in three months, you know, we weren't the dog that caught the car. But, you know, we've got a great team and, and we've got uh, a great uh, private equity sponsor. And so, you know, we have a great strategy in, in terms of how to, how to react um, to this. So, 
you know, I, I think, you know, the way that we've approached this is, is, you know, we've, we've went out, we've, we've purchased three great companies. Um, and the first kind of rule of business is do no harm. You know, let, let those companies um, kind of thrive, let them continue to grow, but also think about, you know, what's the ultimate goal here? Um, and I think I said this in our previous podcast, the, the first one, it's like, listen to the customer. What does the customer want? And then how are you creating through your inorganic growth experience and inorganic growth trajectory, the thing that actually drove you to acquire companies, which is customer need and customer desire. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's a perfect answer to your question, but I think maybe it's a start to kind of how we've thought about um, M&A activity and, and kind of where we are in that continuum. So that is a great answer, I think, to the um, expectation piece. Uh, how do you see the, the activity we've already uh, embarked on as impacting clients? Well, sure. I mean, you know, right out of the gates, you know, um, by adding, you know, Vantage, um, you know, we've um, kind of quadrupled our, our financial crimes advisory capacity, uh, rule tuning optimization, model validation, um, you know, AML audit services. And so, you know, right out of the gates, they had a book of business. Those are tangible wins. You know, our team um, was doing a lot of that work, too. So super synergistic. And allows for an immediate kind of cross-sell and upsell, you know, across the, across the client book in an area that, you know, we think we can add a lot of value um, in, in, that, in that space. And so, you know, that's kind of a simple one. Um, you know, as we kind of move along and, and talk about, you know, adding Arachnus, I mean, you know, we, we view that one as, as really the backbone of our, our technology enablement. And it's a really special product. And, and David Buxton and, and Andy Dunn and, and Phil Rigglesworth, those guys have, have built a fantastic organization and an even, even greater product that can serve as, as really the mind in terms of, um, you know, creating a, a more frictionless um, process as it relates to customer onboarding, as it relates to adverse media and negative news screening as it relates to shrinking the amount of time it takes to actually adjudicate um, a, a transaction monitoring uh, alert or investigation. And so, you know, it's about creating efficiencies. And you might say, you know, as a human capital-based company, why would you, why would you want to create efficiencies for, for your clients? Well, because it's the right thing to do. Uh, and, and if you can accomplish that through technology, you know, that's the way the world is going. And we believe that, you know, A-plus people, which we have, plus A-plus a tools, which, which we've acquired in Arachnus, really yields a fantastic long-term result for our clients and gets them to better answers more quickly. And so we're really excited about that one. Um, and then obviously just this week with, with Pascon, um, just a, a fantastic um, uh, entrepreneur um, and, and expert in, in Corinna Rishban and, and the growth that she's experienced um, in about 10 countries. Um, you know, that was one that we were kind of watching from afar you know, who's the next AML right source, right? It, and we're really, um, really um, impassioned by kind of what she, what she had built and, and just had, had so built that, you know, in, in, in more Europe. And, and so we, we saw a great opportunity to team and partner with a great entrepreneur um, and, and a great opportunity to expand globally, which, by the way, was something that our domestic clients and, and, and international clients were asking us to do as well. So, you know, we certainly see a lot of lift, um, a, a lot of, you know, to use the, the you know, the bastardized, you know, investment banking word, a lot of synergies 
uh, Elliot, uh, in these um, in these transactions. I hate myself for saying that, just so anybody, lest anybody think that I've uh, uh, I've gone corporate. Um, and, and so um, you know, so so that's really where we see these two transactions. And I, and at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, I think we're going to continue to be acquisitive and 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 try to serve the needs. I, I do think that's an interesting kind of spot to just. I can go on a tangent for a minute and it's my podcast, so I'll do what I want to. Right. But, um, right. I, I, you know, there, there's a difference between, I think strategic or, or creative M and a versus M and a for the sake of M and a. And I think because we've been on this very long seven year journey, um, of rapid organic growth, we've got to see a lot of what happens in the market and we've got to see a lot of M&A for M&A's sake um, and what that's done to competitors um, and what that's done to actually really great companies that get acquired and then maybe don't deliver the same kind of results. And so, you know, on the one hand, I know we're going really fast and I know, um, you know, um, you know, three and three months and I'm telling you there's probably more behind it. Um, but we're being very pragmatic about it. And I think on that continuum, we've really gotten to a state of conscious confidence in a, in a very short amount of time um, about what's going to work, what does the market want, and how do we not louse anything up on the way there? Um, you know, uh, famous last words, right? We still got a bunch of integration work to do, but um, I think we're on our path. I think we're on a good path. So we've talked about a critical stakeholder group, and that is clients and potential clients, of course. Uh, next big stakeholder group that uh, gets impacted by all this stuff is uh, employees. Um, the people who have been here, they're working away, they hear all these announcements, they get nice emails from you, um, maybe a video, um, and, and they're thinking, what does this mean for me? What is happening to me? Uh, we've grown both organically and through the acquisitions from um, nominally call it 1,200 people to about 1,700 people very rapidly. Uh, how, how, would, how do you think about that when you're thinking about this uh, inorganic growth program? Yeah, well, I try not to think about it too much, you know what I mean? Because if I, I start to think about the, the number of people and the, the impact and that that has on families and communities, you, know, you can spin yourself out of control you know, pr pretty quickly about the pressure that that can, can put on you. But I do think about it, right? Because I'm a human being, and and I've also been an employee, you know, before I was a CEO or an owner, and so um, I hope um, our people. And when I say our people, I don't mean just the core AML right source, you know, original crew. I mean our people across all of the 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 companies that that we've been so fortunate to to team with and acquire. Um, I hope they see it as opportunity. You know, and I hope they, they know that we're doing this not just to, you know, kind of put a, put a flag in the ground in a bunch of different places, but, you know, we're, we're doing this for them. You know, we're, we're doing this to create a, a meaningful um, company that has a great mission to fight financial crime for them. Um, we're, we're doing it to create more kind of cross-functional opportunities uh, and growth opportunities for them. Uh, and, and so... You know, I can't say that, you know, in the middle or hopefully toward the end of the pandemic, um, you know, we've got it all sorted out and, and, you know, we haven't been able to kind of do the type of in-person meetings and committee meetings and stuff that you'd like to do um, if you could be face-to-face -face with people. 
Um, but, but the message that I'd like to send, you know, indirectly through this, and I've tried to send directly, you know, through other means is that, you know, th this should really create, you know, an opportunity for us to, to do more diverse things within our ecosystem, um, and then provide our people with more diverse things to do from a job and opportunity perspective, and also from a geographic perspective, um, and, and, you know, maybe work in, in some different countries or, or some different locations and, and bring that experience um, across the multiple companies that we've acquired to create a really kind of um, you know symbiotic culture and environment where people want to work. Um, but if you want to talk about the world uh, in terms of you know what we're hearing from employees about you know uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, you know I don't necessarily just view that very myopically. I, I view that more broadly when we talk about kind of diversity. And it's diversity of thought, it's diversity of product, it's diversity of idea, um, and it's diversity of culture. And, and what's cooler than to be part of a, a company, you know, that now operates in, you know, 13, 14, I gotta look at my cheat sheet, like, you know, 13 or 14 different companies somewhat overnight. Um, so, so I think, you know, it's going to create a, a layer and level of diversity in our company that hopefully provides a, a, a real tangible um, uh, downstream learning experience in, uh, for our people. Not to mention what I think it does for the, for their long term career um, prospects. So last stakeholders are the future clients, people who haven't engaged with us at all at this point, maybe don't even know we exist, and you get a chance to talk to them early in the um, uh, courting process, if you will, of a potential large new client. How do you think to communicate the response to? them saying so you've been growing fast so what how do you respond to that well we've been growing smartly you know it, it, i think i think is the point and and we've been growing fast which i think is two things one it's a response to a need but it's also a testament to the product right um and and so you know uh, demand is a good thing and and um you know, I, I think especially in our world where there's a, a premium on um, production and quality, um, you know, sometimes it, it's one of those things where, you know, you never want to be in a camp where you sacrifice one for the other and certainly not quality. I mean, this is very much a zero sum game um, for, for our clients and, and in turn, it's a zero sum game for us in terms of getting the answer correct. Um, and it's not just a more likely than not, it's getting the answer correct virtually all of the time. Um, and, and so, you know, in that kind of high stakes, high pressure environment, I think that this type of growth really shows, you know, future clients um, that we've been able to satisfy current clients. And in, in my view, you know, we have a great sales team. We've got a great sales organization. We have fantastic marketing people. You know, we do a, a tremendous job of, of social media interaction and all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm more excited about when we can talk to a prospect and be like, hey, talk to these seven clients or talk to these 12 clients. And, and, and it's not just one or two handpicked that we know are going to say something nice about us. And what we'll also tell people is, you know, we are growing fast. So that means that we don't get it right 100% of the time. And when we don't get it right, we're going to admit our error and we're gonna fix it, and we're not gonna bury you with a 60-page PowerPoint presentation kind of saying that you're the reason that we were wrong in the end. We're gonna say, go ask our clients, our current clients and our previous clients, what happens when, when we make a mistake and how we pivot from that and how we learn and get better together. And so, you know, 
I think fast growth just shows good demand and it shows a good product, which ties back to our people who do an awesome job for us every single day. Uh, good answer. Uh, great conversation. Uh, we'll be back next month. Uh, you and I will figure out what we want to, what you want to talk about between now cool. and then. Uh, thank you very much and uh, have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Elliot. Bye, everybody. Bye.